I'm Heather. And this is Jay. And this is the Trauma Tally. Jay, what's a Trauma Tally? A Trauma Tally is when you have a traumatic event in your life and you yourself or someone else says something like, that's not so bad or so-and-so had it much worse. These are Trauma Tallies and we do not encourage Trauma Tallies here on our podcast. We want you to face whatever your trauma was and begin to heal from that. We support healthy ways of dealing with and healing from trauma, not downplaying your trauma, and consequently continuing to suffer from the effects. Exactly. We want you to use the tools in your toolbox to get the help that you need for whatever trauma you're going through. Uh, Know that you can live life, not just be a body in life. Yes, absolutely. And that's a trauma tally. All right, Miss Jay, what you got for me today? <laughs> what do you know about the Mandela effect, Miss Heather? Um, I know that it is a generalized belief from a large group of people, but that's about it. That it may not necessarily be true. All right, let me give you that definition. The Mandela effect is a phenomenon where large groups of people remember what seems to be an alternate history. Events that never happened are clear in their memories, often similar or the same as others affected by this effect. The cause of this remains unknown. So basically it's a large group of people remembers, let's say, well, like the Monopoly guy. Yeah. So the Monopoly guy on the box, does he wear a monocle or does he not? I don't think he does. Okay, so you don't think he does. But a large number of people say that he wears a monocle. I wonder if they're getting him mixed up with Mr. Peanut. Because he does wear a monocle. I don't know. I think monocles are just something that people think about rich people in the 20s and 30s having or something maybe. But no, like, so large groups of people remember the Monopoly guy with a monocle and, Uh and... The reality is, our reality is, he does not have a monocle. Hmm. That is an example of the Mandela effect. Okay. Okay, so little things like that. But sometimes they're big things, which is where the Mandela effect actually gets its name. Do you remember Nelson Mandela? Oh, so it's not like a mandala. Like where nope. it's, okay, I was thinking it was mandala. No, effect, it's so named after Nelson Mandela. Whoops. Let me give you... Uh, the where I got my information, okay? okay. So I watched a, a program on YouTube by a, a man who calls himself Ty Knotts, which obviously it's probably <laughs> nothing, <laughs> but he calls himself Ty Knotts. And he um, posted the five creepiest Mandela effect mysteries ever. That okay. will creep you. That's the title of it. <laughs> so I watched this, okay, because it was more than 15 minutes long. I wanted to, like, know. So the Mandela effect is named after the former South African president, Nelson Mandela. He was famous for his activism and trying to bring an end to apartheid in South Africa. In 1964, he and others were convicted of sabotage and sentenced to life in prison. For the next 26 years, Mandela was in prison, and during that time, he was held in many different prisons, including the notorious Robben Island. He and other political prisoners participated in hunger strikes, and at one point, Mandela contracted tuberculosis. Mm. There were many protests for Mandela's release. 
1990, he and other political prisoners were released. In 1994, he was elected the first black president. He was 76 years old. Even after retiring from politics, he remained in the public eye, continued in his activism, and in 2013, a film about his life was released. One month after its release, Mandela passed away due to a respiratory infection. Now, this was a surprise to many people who distinctly remember him passing away decades earlier. Now, I was one of those people. So, hold on. He passed away when? He passed away one month after a film about his life was released, and that film was released in 2013. Really? Yes. I thought he had passed away a lot, to- lot When do you think he passed away? I, I, I don't. Like, I would say probably the 90s. Okay. So, when I heard about Mandela's passing away, I was kind of freaked out because I distinctly remember hearing about him passing away in the 80s. In the 80s. Okay. I was maybe a kid. Was the 80s. I was a kid and I, or maybe a teenager, maybe a preteen, something like that. And I distinctly remember my mom saying, Nelson Mandela died in prison. I distinctly remember that. See, I thought he died in prison too. Okay. So, yeah, I distinctly remember that memory is fresh in my brain. But it didn't happen according to our reality, right? So, let's see what it says. So people remember him dying decades earlier, which I'm one of those weird people under this effect. A large part of his achievements occurred after his release from prison. Hmm. But for large portions of the population, that never happened because that never happened because they believed he passed away in the 1980s. See, that's what that's me. I believed that. Most recall hearing about his passing at school. So it was strange to hear about his passing again as an adult. Mm. The first time the Mandela effect was noticed was before his passing in 2009. Paranormal researcher Fiona Brew wrote about her memory of Mandela passing away. At this point, he was alive and well, still in the public eye. See, this woman like wrote a book about it. <laughs> That's crazy. What makes this distinctive is that so many remember his passing. It, was, it was, wasn't just a few random people saying, oh, I thought he died already, even recalling a televised funeral. See, I remember distinctly my mom coming to me and telling me Nelson Mandela had died. It was on the news. I remember seeing all of that. I remember. See, I, I don't have all those memories. So that's... Yeah, and then this woman... Fiona Brew writing about her memory of Mandela's passing. I was like, what? And that was in 2009. He was still alive when she wrote it. That's crazy. Okay. Oh my <laughs> so this is where it gets its name, the Mandela effect. Okay. Because that was the first large scale. scale what? You know? Yeah. The large scale question of, whoa, where's reality at? Right. Wait a minute. He died in the 80s. I remember this distinctly, right? Oh, no, he died in 2013. What? Yeah, I was thinking, like, uh-huh. you know, my, I had ki- both kids by then, and they were, you know, in school. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's like um, really? I'm like, that was only it was only 10 years ago. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, exactly. They can be right. I could have sworn. Anyway. So, 
that's where it gets its name. Now, let me talk to you about uh, some other larger Mandela effects. Okay. So global maps Mm -hmm. have been affected by the Mandela effect. Okay. Okay. For instance, there is an argument over where New Zealand should be on a 2D map in regards to Australia. Okay. <laughs> so, like, some people put it on one side, some people put it on the other, some people put it below, some people put it above. I mean, it's weird. Yeah, you know, I was actually looking at a wind scale, mm-hmm. uh, a, a map that does, like, wind currents. Yeah. And I remember where I saw New Zealand thinking, that's not where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just did that, like, this last week. Right. Like, this last weekend. Because, you know, I get, I get bored at 4 a.m. at work. I pull up the wind map to see, you know, if there's any hurricanes out in the Gulf and stuff like that. Just for funsies. I don't know. I'm weird. But um, I remember looking at it and scrolling through, all, seeing how far I could go down and how far I could go up and thinking, that's not where New Zealand is. And I was <laughs> like, but maybe I was wrong. You know, I really thought I was wrong. And it's so. a Mandela effect. Like, uh, you know, hmm. So... There, there are some that think that there is a landmass at the North Pole. Do you think there's a landmass at the North Pole? I did. I know, right? So, so did I. There's not. Is it just an ice mass or <laughs> it's what? It's just a normal amount of ice. No landmass at all at the North Pole. So it's just all ice. It's all ice. There's no land at no all. No land at all. And it's I always a giant thought, floating yeah, iceberg. I thought it was a continent. I mean, I don't know. Like, What? I thought it was a continent too. Mm-hmm. And then there's there's um, another one. So that so the maps that's really weird because I mean that's something you can see all the time. It's not like a game board. Yeah. Or somebody died that didn't. Or it's like that's an actual yeah thing. I mean geography. Come on. So here's another one for you, Billy Graham. Yeah. Okay. Billy Graham rose to fame in 1940. Mm-hmm. He began crusades, preached to billions in his lifetime. Some believed he passed away in 2016, two years before he actually did. And some, 2004. Some said he died in the 90s, and some said 2012. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly when he passed away, to be honest with you. But do you remember his funeral? No. No? Okay. So people remember the funeral as occurring in a church with mainly white decorations, chairs with navy blue covers. Like they they remember this like intently. Clinton gave the eulogy and many former presidents were in attendance. But in reality, now large numbers of people remember this, even down to the color of the chairs. Mm -hmm. But in reality... The funeral was held in a massive tent. No white decor, but the flowers on the pallbearers, they were white. The only president in attendance was Donald Trump, and the other presidents went to just the viewing. Hmm. But there are large numbers of people that remember Clinton giving his eulogy, the church... The, the color of the chairs. All I was trying to think because Clinton wouldn't have given his eulogy because I know Clinton was already uh, Monica Le, Le, whatever. Blue, I don't know, but like blue dress know. blue dress gate had already happened. Whatever that was called, <laughs> the, <laughs> that had uh, already happened. The uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so there was a, there's a lot of people out there that believe 
he, you know, that there he died sooner than he did, and there was this funeral, and it looked like this, and they have all these detailed memories, like I do of the Mandela mm-hmm. uh, in the 1980s. They have very detailed memories of Graham's uh, funeral, which wasn't ac- actual reality. Dang, that's crazy, right? Yeah. So these mm-hmm. are large events. Now, uh, there's many people out there. Uh, that the answer to the Mandela effect lies with CERN. Now, do you know what CERN is? C-E-R-N. Okay. It's the Large Hydrogen Collider, CERN, in in Switzerland. Oh. Um, Let's take a break, and I'll come back and tell you a little bit more about CERN. Okay. Okay. And we're back. All right. So let me tell you what CERN is. Okay. It is the European Organization for Nuclear Research. Okay. It is one of the world's largest and most respected centers for scientific research. Oh. And it has the particle accelerators and hydrogen colliders and all that stuff. Okay. So science stuff. It's sciencey. Yes. Okay. Science wasn't for girls when I was growing up. Oh, well... (laughs) Let me and let me educate you. Know my you. History know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So many people, the answer to the Mandela effect lies with CERN and the Large Hadron Collider. CERN, however, also is victim to the Mandela effect. There are two general theories about what causes the Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. Some believe it is evidence that we are living in assimilation. Okay. Caused by programmers. <laughs> okay, so they think we're living in a simulation we're caused in by the programmers. Matrix. Going back and changing the affected thing. And the other theory is that it is evidence for alternate dimensions. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So here it's gonna get a little deep. <laughs> Just a little bit. All right. All right. I'm here for it. For instance. Nelson Mandela survived and went on to become the first black South African president in our universe. Okay. Now, if the theory of parallel universes is correct, there may be another universe where Mandela passed away in prison. Oh. As these two universes are parallel, they should never touch or even know about each other. But according to the theory, they do for some reason. Hmm. Okay. Some some kind of bleed over or something? We'll get to it. Okay. (laughs) Some people from one universe are transferred to the other universe with all their memories intact. This would explain why some people experience the Mandela effect and others don't. Hmm. As well as why some experience it for some things and not for others. There are possibly an infinite number of universes. In one universe, there may be only one different outcome than the one in our own universe, while in others, there may be many different outcomes. It also is a good reason why people cannot provide evidence that the world used to be a different way. Hmm. That evidence was left behind in their own universe. So, 
technically, according to that theory, flat earthers could come from an alternate universe where Earth is flat. <laughs> technically, in this theory, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, just had to throw that out there. Yeah, I'm just not even <laughs> going to touch that one. I don't think it matters to this project or whatever you want to call this, this talk. I don't know, but I thought it might make you laugh, so. <laughs> okay. Um, everybody, can, everybody has their own theories about things these days. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, how did those parallel universes come together then? Okay. If they can technically exist and never know about one another, how did it all of a sudden, boop, Jimmy John comes from universe C on over here with his memories and Mandela died in the 80s, which I, I guess I would be called Jimmy John. And Mandela died in the 80s. They come here with that memory, right? Yep. Okay. So how did he get here? How did this happen? Let's see. Here's the theory. I'm not saying this is true, guys. Okay, this is a theory. It's only a theory. Some say that it's some natural but strange force humans have not yet discovered. For others, the answer lies on the border between France and Switzerland, which is CERN. That's where CERN is located, okay? The European Organization for Nuclear Research. It is most famous today for the particle accelerator. CERN currently has seven of these large accelerators. The round chambers use the electric field to increase the speed of atomic and subatomic particles, greatly increasing their energy. Magnetic fields steer the particles to keep them going round in the circuit. The particles reach around the speed of light before being smashed into each other. These experiments help us to learn more about the building blocks of our universe. And they're a bit scary, too, for people that aren't quite sure what that would cause. Yeah. Okay. The most famous of these experiments is the Large Hadron Collider, the newest of the particle accelerators at CERN. In 2010, it was used to discover um, this thing. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, it's part of the system that gives particles mass. Okay. Okay, so it, it discovered the part of the system that gives a particle mass. Um, everything at CERN is exciting to the field of subatomic physics. There are elements that can be seen as troubling to the everyday person who might not understand all the jargon that surrounds the field. Okay. Okay. So when the Hadron Collider was first operated... There was some concerns, okay? Concern was that the high-energy um, exotic particles might cause micro black holes. They had teeny tiny black holes just floating around, okay? Okay. So they thought that by doing this, yeah, <laughs> it would cause micro black holes. Now listen to this. While these were possible in theory, and they did it anyway, y'all, my gosh, while these micro black holes were possible in theory, they wouldn't cause any trouble. That's what CERN says. They wouldn't cause any trouble. Has CERN never heard of spaghettification? I don't know. That's kind of... But then if it's a little bitty one, like, would you just spaghettify a pinky? I mean, like, if you... But... See... I would be the dumb 
the dumbass that would go up and go, oh, look, a hole, bloop, and try to put my finger in it, though. <laughs> okay. But I, you I look, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, you know. Getting off subject. There Sorry. was a guy. Oh, no, no. There was a guy that actually stuck his head in a particle accelerator, like in, in Russia or something. Why? Well, he didn't know it was on. Apparently, now this is just something I heard. This might not be true. Okay. But apparently, it, I think it was in Russia, they had this light at the above the door of the accelerator or whatever. And if the light was on, you knew not to open the door. Well, apparently, the light bulb went out. Okay. So he was going to open the door and do some random checks, mm -hmm. and a particle went through his head. And he said he saw this bright flash of light. And of course, he's got issues now. Yeah. It didn't kill him. Because it just so happened to take a certain path through his brain that did not kill him. Yeah. But it gives him problems now, and he's trying to get the, he's trying to get his government to pay for his medical expenses, and they, of course they won't. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's a little off subject, but I was just like, what the heck? I mean, what would it be like to stick your head <laughs> in an, an operation, in a par operational particle accelerator? Oh my gosh! I don't even know. Like, <laughs> because the light bulb went out. <laughs> I'm sorry. That I is mean, like, amazing. Of all the scientists in that building, mm -hmm. nobody changed a light bulb. If that's, I mean, if that's a true story, yeah. Like, wow. It's like, wow, crazy. Okay, back on track here. I, honestly, going back to that for just a second, I've known enough scientists. Like, uh, my Jay, my husband, is a very big science person, mm -hmm. and my oldest is very sciencey. And as much as I love my sciences and my sciencey people, um, they are single-mindedly focused, and they would totally forget to change a light bulb. Yeah, yeah. Like, or <laughs> they might turn it off for some random reason because it was like annoying them or something, and forget to turn it back on. Yeah, probably something. I, I, I don't mean, know. literally, like I can think of a million reasons why my sciencey ones would not have that light bulb on. Yeah. I mean, if this story is true, that's pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like it's like he figured out how to turn the um, lane change vibration in the steering wheel. He figured out how to turn that off in the car. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was driving him nuts. Because <laughs> it was driving him crazy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So back on the track. Here we are. Um so the little micro black holes apparently won't cause any trouble. If a particle, <laughs> if a particle turned into a black hole, it would still only have the mass of that tiny particle and wouldn't cause the end of the world scenario that uh, that others fear. Yet the tiny particles can fly through people. Okay, anyway, right? I don't know. That didn't stop folks from worrying about it. Obviously, fair enough. I mean, we're we're sitting here thinking about it. We're, right now. we're thinking about it. Well, I don't mm -hmm. think we're worrying about it. But we're just discussing mm -hmm. the possible repercussions of something like that. I don't think I'm going to Switzerland anytime soon. Or oh, it um, is kind of pretty there though. Yeah, I don't know. But I like mountain stuff. Yeah. Okay. So the fact that the Large Hadron Collider began operations around that same time, around the same time, people started noticing the Mandela effect caused many people to associate those two events. Isn't that interesting? So they okay. Say that again because ADD okay. kicked in. The fact that the Large Hadron Collider began operation around the same time people started noticing the Mandela effect caused many people to associate those two events. 
So they associated the Mandela effect on the hydro, hydrogen. The starting up of the hydrogen collider. Yeah, the large one, yeah. Okay. Okay? Okay, I, I get it now. I thought I missed something there, but I didn't. Yeah, so it's okay. like, because it was around the same time, uh-huh. people are like, oh, it was that. So they think that the that started the Mandela effect is what they're saying. Yes. Okay. So the collider was was dealing with an area of physics which could theoretically explain parallel universes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So so the, the the collider was actually dealing with that area. So one theory is that these experiments could accidentally or intentionally warp our own universe into another bringing our two timelines together. Ah. Hmm. Of course. I mean, that would explain doppelgangers. Or doppelgangers. <laughs> doppelgangers? Doppel- yeah, doppelgangers. Did I say doppelgangers? You said doppelgangers. <laughs> doppelgangers. Double dang it. Doppelgangers. That's okay. Doppelgangers. Yeah. How many times did we have to retake this because I messed up? <laughs> it's okay. No, I was, no, I was just like, uh, words are hard. They really are. Words are. But okay. anyway. So, one theory is that these experiments could accidentally or intentionally warp our own universe into another, bringing our two timelines together. Of course, scientists at CERN have ruled out this possibility. Of course they would. The subatomic particles in space enter our atmosphere with more energy than the particles in the accelerator. If this causes a Mandela effect, CERN is only adding to what was already occurring naturally ever since the planet was created. I'm okay. So here's my problem with stuff like this because I'm fascinated by it, by the aspect of it. But my brain sits here and goes, parallel. Okay. So parallel universe. All right. Are we legitimately like literally parallel or is it layers or is it, you know what I mean? Like, and then how to, how would they merge and how would they bleed over and things like that? But then, like, you talk to people who talk about um, doppelgangers instead of doppelgangers, uh, doppelgangers, and they, um, like, people who legitimately, like, they'll say, oh, I saw my mom come home, Mm -hmm. and then three hours later, my mom came home. Mm -hmm. And so that would make that kind of thing make a little bit more sense. Yeah. I I don't know, like, how many universes, I mean, they said there is an infinite number if of parallel universes and i don't know like how parallel they are or anything yeah like are they layered on top of each other are they completely separate well some are, like people, is they each individual planet or are they all you know some people like put them i mean i don't know like it just is such a big idea that my add gets overwhelmed and no it's i get just you. like uh, i get it because i mean when you think about it some people think about it as like a man's hair comb or they're just li- the the comb tines are lined up straight da, 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 da. and then and but my brain thinks are. about it as it could be all kinds of different shapes yeah as long as they never bump into each other you See, know and that's what like and that's the thing is like okay where how does that work like are we like you know remember sliders the tv show mm-hmm. from way back when where it was like a sp- spiral basically mm-hmm. and all the different universes were so i believe spiral. time is like spiral yeah so a lot of people believe like that but for me i'm like you know when they talk about these slips and stuff like 
it has to be over a way where it can overlap to a point where that could happen. If that's the case, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's what they're saying. They're saying that CERN warped us into another one. Like they oh. warped our universe and it touched another one or something, something mm. weird like that is what they're saying. Of course, it's just a theory. I mean, my thought is, I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't talk about like historical figures every day. Like I don't talk about the Nelson Mandela's every day and all this other stuff. So why would I have such a powerful memory of Of this man dying? And I was like a preteen or something when I have this memory of this man dying. And I don't, I don't even really know everything he's done. I just only know a little bit about him. And I've got this strong, powerful memory of, well, you know, it's weird. It is. It is, and I wonder how much of it has been is influenced by our surroundings, our people that we interact with on a daily basis, and what they believe. You know what I, I know. mean? Like parents and stuff. Like you said, you, you distinctly remember your mom telling you. But that's because it was on the news. I was looking at the news, and I said, oh. what is this? And she told me. <laughs> okay, now that makes a little more sense So me, it was weird. It's just like, dude, I don't know, man. It's a such a huge concept. And because of the way, like I said, uh, with the way my brain focuses, I focus on the unimportant details. <laughs> right. Well, no, like, it's well, like. Well, are they overlap? Are they side by side? Are they spiral? Uh, we don't know, know <laughs> Heather, because we can't see them. I wish I could answer but I that. I want to know. I know you want to know <laughs> details. Okay. So. But this isn't the only conspiracy theory that actually is attached to CERN. Okay. Okay. For many, the logo itself is strange. Okay. The logo. Yeah, the logo. It's supposed to represent the collider with tangential lines coming off of a circle. Okay. okay. So it's going to look, I'll draw you a picture. I like a picture. Sometimes okay. I need the crayons to so come out. So we have a circle. Okay. And it has a line here here and you'll have to look this up guys here and so so you oh. got your circle and the line is coming off like this it's right? only three lines though that's so well, un- just hold on okay hold on i was gonna say that's not symmetrical okay hold on i, don't, I love my symmetry y'all <laughs> okay but many believe like that it looks like three sixes combined. Okay. Oh, there we go. There's right. my there's my parents right there. But it's one the problem. De- it's the devil. It's the devil. One problem with this theory is that it 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 doesn't, at least in this universe, doesn't exist. That logo doesn't exist for CERN. Really? Really. So I could have sworn I've seen that logo before though when you drew ooh, it. Right. So in our mm-hmm. universe, the logo is two interconnected rings. One has a signal ten, tangential line coming off of it, while the other has four. Um, and you can look that up if you want to. It still resembles the colliders, though, and is the symbol CERN has had for most of its history. Okay, so even the symbol that people are like, oh, it's 666, even that symbol is not their symbol. Um, their symbol, it has like a, it, it's totally different. From you know this. what that reminds me of? Mm. The couple of years we went where my parents went and buy Procter and Gamble. 
Oh, really? For the same reason. Are you serious? I'm serious because my, my parents went by Procter & Gamble because they supposedly they were Satan worshipers. Really? Yeah. When it was like a huge thing. Wow. That was like, I want to say early 90s. Hmm. I've never heard that one. Yeah. You didn't. You never heard that? Procter um, & Gamble no. was. Yeah. The, they it's because it had the word gamble in it. No, <laughs> no like kidding. literally like they had this. <laughs> This thing where it had it mapped out that the symbol was the six 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 like that too, yeah. and um and and like the, because of that there were devil worshippers and when you were spending money on their products you were supporting devil worship and it was just like you know wow scary yeah. and and it was another one of those where they were like they were using um unborn babies in their stuff mm. right in well, their shampoos and stuff I think there's like I mean there's actually some truth to some of that. But well, no, no, no. Like they were saying it was like full grown fetuses, oh, like, not like embryos oh. that they grew in, yeah, like okay. a, 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 you know what I mean? Well, mm. anyway, we won't get into all that, no. but yeah, like, yeah, wow, okay. So, the logo back to our logo. <laughs> Sorry, no, you're good. ADHD brain, um, I'm telling you, <laughs> I had sugar, folks. Okay, so. It still resembles the colliders, though, and the sim this is the symbol CERN has had for most of its history. So if you look that symbol up, you, you can see that yourself. But um, people remember the one circle logo with evenly spaced lines coming off of it. This might be simply remembering the diagrams that were um, created to allegedly prove the satanic meaning behind the symbol, or it may be a memory from another timeline. Hmm. Another CERN somewhere. Yeah. Interestingly, there is one version of this alternate logo that's been put forward as proof there was a change at some point. The oldest proof of this logo traces back to a conspiracy website, but the site says nothing about the satanic meaning behind the logo, nor does it make mention of the logo at all. It's unlikely the Large Hadron Collider caused the Mandela effect, but for many, it's a it's as good of an explanation as any that can be put forward. And that is what I know about the Mandela effect. Dang. Okay. So that's interesting. So basically <laughs> not mass hallucination, but mass hallucination. I don't know. I don't know about that because like I said, I had no reason to like develop this memory of this South African person that I would never, I was like a, preteen didn't care about history i'm sorry mom let me find school. out you were watching tupac's funeral no <laughs> i'm just teasing no it wasn't that i don't think tupac was actually killed until the 90s anyway shoot mm. i don't know listen but, i mean like the mandela effect also affects smaller things like ed mcmahon yeah and, and the I've publisher's clearing house uh berenstein bears is it berenstein or berenstein a lot of controversy over that i've got one for you um there's a town called joshua mm -hmm. spelled just like joshua in the bible mm -hmm. people call it joshua yeah why that's a colloquialism <laughs> that's what a colloquialism <laughs> it's 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 like language to a certain area you know like well like texas is full of colloquialisms that you won't hear other places you know, like y'all, you don't hear that much. I mean, you might hear it in Oklahoma and stuff, but yeah. it's really a Texas thing. Or yanked, or y'all eat yet, or yank, yank gonna, or 
or my dad's favorite, get John out of here. Used to could. That's a huge colloquialism. Used to could. Somewheres, anywheres, I'll always add that S on the end of it. Somewheres, anywheres, nowheres. And Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> yeah, but they just like firmly believe that's what the well, name is. They firmly it also is. believe uh, there's a there's there's a lot of people that, that will, in Texas that won't say Rio. It's Raya. Raya. Yeah. Raya. Instead of Rio. Yeah. So yeah. they won't say Rio. They'll say Raya. Raya. Which is like, what? Why? But, you know, whatever. We like, this is what it is. Okay, it's a Rio in Spanish means river. It means big river, Rio Grande. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That's right, river. Mm-hmm. Nope, 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 nope. It's nope, Rio. Nope. It's Rio. It's Rio Grande. But anyway, so like, yeah, there's a lot of little things like the, like I said, the Berenstein Bears. Is it Berenstein? Is it Berenstein? Um, things on cereal boxes or, or, or the Monopoly just, Man, apparently. Monopoly Man. Just, there's a lot. Like, you can totally Does the Pringle dude have an icon? Uh, um, I think there's one that dealing with the Pringles guy, but I don't remember what it was. I don't think he does. I was trying to think if he had a monocle, but I don't think he does. Because I, I was thinking the Pringle Man sometimes gets mis- mixed up as the Monopoly Man. Does he? I think so. Are you talking about planters? No, the planters Pring- peanut guy. About- I'm talking about the Pringles chip guy. Okay. Because he's got the mustache and everything else. But see, I think with the littler things like that, it's easier to like fool your brain. It's those big events. It's like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I really could see the planter's peanut being mixed up with the Monopoly guy in people's minds and them merging the two and mm-hmm. that becoming, you know, why he had a monocle. Mm-hmm. I can see that 100. I like because I do that kind of stuff with my brain all the time. My brain, because it skips like a record. Did you like ever set a ping pong ball in a dryer? <laughs> Did you ever see like the. Uh, Ace Ventura pet detective movies. Yes. Okay. There was one where he grabs this short little ball headed guy and he's like, it's the Monopoly guy. And that guy has a monocle on uh-huh. and he's like shaking this guy and he goes, it's the Monopoly guy. Do not pass go. That guy even had a monocle. So, I mean, it's like a huge. It's a huge thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge thing. You know so, what? I wonder if it's sound association because sound association because the planner's peanut guy and the guy who did the monopoly commercial sounded very similar but they both have canes they both have canes they yeah. both have top hats mm-hmm. I don't know. and if they have the same voice people it's kind of like when you write okay it's kind of like when you write a sentence and if you write a sentence as long as the first letter of each word and the last letter of each word are correct and everything in between doesn't matter people are going to be able to read your sentence mm-hmm. It's like leaving vowels out. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, not just leaving vowels out. Literally, as long as the first and last letter are the set or what they should be, and the middle letters, you can mix them up however you want to, and people are going to know exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to read the entire paragraph, and it's just the way our brains work. So I wonder if it's something like that where your brain takes this character and takes that character and just kind of smushes them together, it makes a mosaic, and ma- yeah, and mm-hmm. and you know, the next thing you know. The Monopoly Man has a, has a monocle. It's possible. I mean, I just don't know. Like with those larger events, like Nelson Mandela, uh, Billy yeah, Graham's, the Nelson Mandela thing. That that one. Yeah, Billy Graham's funeral. Yeah, those, the, those the are, detail in those is just amazing. Yeah, and in fact, just like the detail that you remember, because I know mm-hmm. you very well, and mm-hmm. I mean, I've known you for a long time now, and just thinking like that's not something that you would just like come up with. So, so I'm, I'm like, wondering, like, okay, if I came from an alternate universe, can I go back? I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> But then if you go back, you won't have me. Oh, I'll take you with me. And then you can have all your weird memories in my universe and freak people out. There we go. You know. 
I don't know. It's, it's just an interesting uh, thought. I mean, the, the, yeah. the larger ones are really weird. Yeah. So they are. They're very strange. The smaller ones, you can kind of get by with messing with people's heads on that. Like your brain will fill in the gaps. Yeah. Like Curious George. Does he have a tail or does he not? He does not. Okay. Most people think he does. I don't. I mean, I knew he yeah. did. Yeah. But I mean, like, so your brain is filling in information that's missing at that yeah. point. But this is like not that. Like the whole Billy Graham maps, world maps. Yeah, the New Nelson Zealand Mandela. thing throws me way off. You know, it's like because, really? like, that's like, like I said, I was literally that's what I kept thinking every time I, I was scrolling around on the map, and every time I'd see New Zealand, I'd be like, that's not where that's supposed to be. I don't think it's like it was an uncomfortable feeling of where it was on that map. You're like, oh my gosh. And so yeah. you know, I mean, that that more than anything, no landmass, the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, well, the North Pole and the South Pole technically, like. Mm-hmm. Where does Santa live if there's no North Pole? I'm just kidding. Ugh. Santa has an ice cave on the North Pole. Does he live with the it. abominable snowman? <gasps> oh my gosh. I bet they make snow cones, but not yellow ones because that'd oh, yeah. be gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lemon flavored. Oh, I was thinking. Pee-pee. That's what I'm saying. It's not lemon flavor. <laughs> oh, I thought you said snot, like S-N-O-T. No, it's not. See, there we go. It is not lemon flavored. She said schnot and lemon flavored. I did not say schnot. I haven't had a schnot and lemon flavored snow cone since I was three. Perhaps we should have schnapps. <laughs> you totally missed that, didn't you? <laughs> you- I, I said I haven't. <laughs> I said I haven't had a snot and lemon flavored snow cone since I was three. That's disgusting. <laughs> I did hear that actually. I was trying to avoid it. It's just unavoidable. Oh come on! You probably ate a bucket full of snot when you were three too. I'm sure. I'm sure we all did. You'd be the kid, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> well, your own kids. You know, you see them. You know, licking it off their top lip, and the little kids be like. <laughs> Like, the top lip is all chapped from the snot and them licking it off. Ooh, wee. Lime snow cone. (laughs) Oh my God, we've gone way too far. We've gone way too far. All right, well, are you ready to end it then? We are ready to end this on Uh the Mandela effect. Did you Uh hear us or did you not? Oh, I'm Heather. I'm Jay. And this is the Trauma Jelly. Bye.